You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lots of NFL players in lots of trouble. Thankfully, no Texans so far, but it has been a crazy offseason, and it seems to get crazier by the minute. Welcome aboard, everybody. I'm Robert Land from the Houston Sports Talk Podcast, along with my co-host, Ryan Patterson from House of Houston and HouseofHouston.com. Thanks for jumping on the Locked On Texans podcast. We are your best daily source of Texans news, views, and interviews. We come at you daily. Sorry we missed yesterday, but we're back. And Brian, it seems like every day another NFL player or executive is showing up in the news in a bad way. It's been a crazy offseason. So far, none of the Texans have been in trouble. And that's what I love about what Bob McNair has done with this franchise, Brian. It's nice to have good character players to root for on a regular basis. I'm not a believer, like some people are, that you need bad guys in a locker room to win. I've never understood that criticism of Bob McNair. I like the fact that we can root for the good guys. Yeah, well, I see what you mean there. But, uh, you know, if it's it, it just pays just to have uh, good character guys um, around. I mean, we're not necessarily looking for Boy Scouts, uh, but but, you know, guys that, uh, you know, know what to do uh, in situations uh, that it's just common sense uh, to, to stay out of trouble. Now, um, I, I've always liked the Roonies and how they've dealt with things, especially, you know, their ownership over the years, the Rooney family with the Steelers. You know, they're the epitome of how an NFL franchise should be run. Well, wait a second the, on the, the first... Roonies for a second, because I, I feel like the Roonies always get a little bit of pass as far as that goes, because Ben Roethlisberger, you know, he's had a couple of rape charges against him. There's a lot of rumors about other stuff uh, and, and some stuff that's happened in his past. Uh, for some reason, Roethlisberger just gets a pass. I don't, I don't know how, but that guy's been in a ton of trouble. I know they didn't, you know, convict him on those charges, Mm -hmm. but boy, one is an accident, uh, not an accident, but one is a, uh, well, it could have gone either way. You know, he said, she said, uh, so you don't know, but when you have multiple, that's when I go, okay, that that's enough. There's maybe one, uh, weird, uh, person that, you know, might not be telling the truth, but multiple, I, I've got problems with that. He wasn't convicted, but yes, uh, you know, when there's multiple situations where this is occurring, you know, this isn't something that's just like a one-off. This is something that that, that is a uh, a problem. So I think the way the Roonies have handled is, you know, he wasn't convicted in the court of law, so why should we have to banish him from football? And, you know, it's a business and, you know, they're out to win. Yeah, well, you can't, but you can't tell me that you like the way the Roonies have handled it because, you know, this is somebody that really didn't get, did even get suspended for it. I mean, was there any anything for, I mean, you know, maybe the investigations that they, maybe they did their own investigation and they found nothing, but um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like there, there might've been something there. And, you know, to, for you to point out the Roonies, when all I can think about is that the face of their franchise is being Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I, I just, I, I'm not on board with the Roonies with, because of that and, and what's happened there. 
Well, if that's the only thing that that you're thinking about with the Roonies as far as what they could have handled better, I think they've had a pretty darn good track record um, as far as what's going on. But unacceptable what Ben Rosberg, I am not condoning. Uh, let me get that straight. I'm not condoning what he did. But considering all what Bob McNair has said and some of the things that he's, you know, under fire with with the media, I think the Roonies have been d- doing a pretty damn good job as far as how they've been running the franchise. I don't know what you do with the Roethlisberger thing, but I mean, that's. That's something that will not go away in my mind ever. Uh, Let's go over the latest around the NFL. Bills running back LaShawn McCoy hired a prominent Atlanta defense attorney amid a police investigation into a home invasion. I don't know if people know this story yet as the details are coming out, but here it is. It's a home home invasion that sent his former girlfriend to the hospital after she was allegedly beaten and robbed of jewelry. If you haven't heard about it, McCoy denied accusations made on social media Tuesday by a friend of the victim uh, that said he was responsible for her injuries. Uh, He said he has not had direct contact with her in months. However, she lives in a house that he owns. There are a few facts that aren't a good look for McCoy. Brian, his girlfriend's attorneys released a statement saying she was sleeping in the home when a male assailant entered the house and demanded specific items of jewelry that she had received from McCoy. There are no signs of forced entry. Court records show McCoy had been attempting since last July to evict Corden from the home. At first glance, Brian, boy, he sounds like he's in big trouble, right? I mean, I, you know, that's a lot of bad evidence for him. Yeah, it sounds like he's in big trouble, but I'm all about innocent to proven guilty because for the most part, LaShawn McCoy um, is a pretty stand-up guy. He's a good guy to work with uh, in the locker room. Um, it, it divorces and separations can be nasty and, you know, some women do have an agenda and they want to ensure that, you know, if, if they're going down, he's going to go down as well, which I, I don't respect that, uh, not at all, uh, to, to a T. Uh, but again, uh, he's going to be going through a court of law. I'm pretty sure that there's, there's going to be an investigation. There probably is going to be somebody's going to be going to court over something. So he's going to have an opportunity to say his case. And, um, again, I don't know all the particulars, but, uh, right now, I'm just in that situation. I'm in that realm of innocent to proven guilty. I did read the statement that he had. He quickly got on Instagram. Looks like he got on with his phone and, and text all the information, you know, denying all the allegations. He quickly denied them. There was no delay or any situation where he, 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 he there was any type of uh, doubt that he would be guilty. He quickly denied it, which was very important if he's going to go out there and win this. But uh, but if the evidence comes out that he actually did this, I mean, those are some brutal pictures of, of her. And I don't know how they were produced. That's another question. How did this happen? Did he actually do this? Yeah, it, it, it just remains to be seen. So this is a story that um, obviously that we're going to keep an eye on. And if any of this is true, he is done as a football player and he won't be working in football, period. I, I, I just imagine how devastating this would be uh, for his career. But it looks like he's ready to put up a, a, a good fight. Yeah. Anyway, he's towards the end of his career. But, Brian, the story has some other elements to it. I mean, there's an unidentified Instagram user who posted a graphic image Tuesday morning of a woman identified as the user's friend uh, with cuts. And uh, this I'm talking about the Instagram uh, person is a friend of uh, his girlfriend. uh, And it's, it shows cuts and bruises on his girlfriend's face. The post included 
uh, and, that, and you said that, but the post included a message that implicated McCoy. The post also alleged that McCoy beat his son and his dog and used steroids. Uh, also, a woman who was called, who's called herself a friend of the victim posted to Facebook alleging there were dudes, her quote, you know, what he, she said, dudes, in quote, set to the victim's house, and she was pistol whipped and robbed. I'm talking about his girlfriend. So, uh, yeah, there, there, there's a little bit to this story that, I mean, there's a lot of women that are coming out. And she seems like she's got a team with her, so so we'll see. But yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. If this is all true, there, yeah, there's no doubt. It, it's it's bad bad news for him. Hey, we've also got a murder charge for one NFL player, another player who was punched in an airport. Oh, brother! Before I get to those stories, let me just remind all of you guys: if you're enjoying Locked On Texans, tell your friends, tell them, please, let them know they can find us on iTunes, Ditcher, TuneIn. Spotify, most anywhere you're going to find your favorite podcast. If you'd like to check out more podcasts from our National Locked On Network, the place to go, LockedOnSports.com. It's our new Locked On Network website. Podcasts for nearly every NFL and NBA team, our National Locked On NFL Draft and Locked On NFL shows as well. It's all on LockedOnSports.com. That's LockedOnSports.com. Well, I know this is going to be a shocker for people who followed Adam Pac-Man Jones' career, but Brian... He was in a little airport altercation Tuesday night. It's it's hard to believe, huh? Pac-Man, he's such a good guy. Really good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure the only person that's uh, saying that is probably himself, his inner monologue. Because uh, <laughs> we obviously don't see that um, as far as uh, on our end uh, with Pac-Man Jones. But, you know... I'm not sure what it was. Was it with the TSA agent? Oh, or- oh here I, let me tell you. He confronted a facility service employee at the Atlanta airport after the employee made a gesture towards Pac-Man. Police say words were exchanged before the employee hit Jones with a closed fist, causing a cut to his face. Ugh. I mean, I, I know it's the employee that's in trouble in this for the fight, but you think pac-man had anything to do with starting this whole deal I, you know you have to wonder you want me to go over his rap sheet brian do i need to do i need to go over some of the stuff that he's done over the years that's a whole nother show if we if we go over his rap sheet you already know that <laughs> pretty much yeah but, if uh, people forget it's a pro he's got a probation for a fight in west virginia an assault and felony at a nightclub in nashville Felony and misdemeanor in Georgia, disorderly conduct and public intoxication at a nightclub in Tennessee, felony charges after a nightclub incident in Vegas. And at some point, I'm going to run out of breath going through all this, Brian. I can't believe he's still in the league. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, he, he it's just that he has talent out there. And it, it's something that uh, especially, it, you know, with all those times with the Bengals, you know, he was given that second chance, you know, Vontaze perfect. And, you know, Marvin just Marvin Lewis just keeps giving him chances. I mean, you, you you've got constant talent, young talent coming into this league. I mean, Adam Jones is not is is that valuable. And, and another thing, you know, when I'm traveling. I'm not worried about fighting anybody. I'm trying to get where I need to go. And the airport's just something that, you know, you experience along the way. So obviously something happened. Either the, the, the worker said something to him or, or he said something to the worker. Why are you looking at me funny? I mean, it's like this dude just wants to start fights and pick fights. You know, you know, I'm, I'm all about keeping the peace, you know, because I'm worried about getting where I need to go. So, yeah, it, it just behooves me that this happened at the airport against an employee 
that that just you know he got an altercation with. My goodness, or allegedly, let's say allegedly for both Lashawn McCoy, uh, for Ben Roethlisberger, everybody is he talking to because they have not been convicted uh, in a court of law. Although Adam Pacman Jones, uh, he's had a <laughs> lot of stuff against him, and uh, allegedly yeah. is getting is getting old and some of those he's, he's gotten in, in yeah. trouble for probation, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then we're going to talk about more. You talk about airport trouble. We got more of that a little bit later, but uh, boy, the, the cases are going to get even stranger here. Former pro bowl cornerback, Brandon Browner charged with attempted murder and three other felonies Tuesday after he allegedly assaulted a woman during a home break in, in California on Sunday. The story is this. Officers responded to a call about a man who broke into a residence through a locked window. The victim identified Browner. Again, this is a guy we're talking about uh, two Super Bowl championships with Browner. Uh, the, the victim identified him as the suspect, accused him of forcing her back into a residence before fleeing the scene. He's accused of physically harming and making threats against the victim, stealing a $20,000 Rolex watch from her. Uh, he's facing charges of robbery, burglary, false imprisonment, two accounts of child endangerment. Just like the, the Sean McCoy story, Browner and the woman had a previous relationship. It's usually about that, Brian. I mean, that's what it usually is. There's a woman and it get, goes bad. And uh, this is not the typical thing that should happen. But that seems like the story a lot when we talk about these NFL incidents. And maybe it's, it's just, that's just society in general. I'm telling you, man, I, I you know, I, I hate to, to put a blame on something, but, you know, they got to look at this CTE stuff and they're already looking at it. But I don't know with, with Brandon Browner, how many concussions he's, you know, suffered in his career. And, you know, just does that have an effect on your level of aggression, just your mindset? You know, these things are just so uncharacteristic. Um, I, I never heard of him having these type of issues uh, before. So you have to wonder what the lingering effects of getting hit in the head uh, constantly, you know, what concussions has on that. Now, we're not going to put that on Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones is just a bad dude. Some people are just bad, and that's Pac-Man Jones. But Brandon Browner, yeah, this just seems so uncharacteristic of him, you know, for what he's been alleged of doing. So I, you know, it, it, it's just it behooves me again, you know, just as far as hearing this news. But if if he, you know, of course, committed the crime, then he should pay the time and do the time. Yeah. Like you said, uh, this is something we got to think about because of what we saw from Aaron Hernandez's brain. And it was a yeah. mess when they looked at it. So and Browner, another we're talking about another Patriot, one of those Super Bowls with the Patriots. Uh, more stuff from the police blotter. If you missed this story. Arizona Cardinals GM Steve Klein arrested for DUI on the 4th of July. Uh, you know, it wasn't a, an arrest, but I'm sure most of you know about ex-Panthers owner Jerry Richardson having to sell the team because of sexual and racial misconduct. Now, that was, I think, back during the regular during the regular season. But the, the latest on that is new Panthers owner, uh, and this is his name is David Tepper, is apparently stuck with Jerry Richardson's statue in front of their stadium. Tepper says he's contractually obligated to keep the 13-foot-high statue. And, Brian, if I'm Tepper, I say, okay, then I'll just put an explanation next to the statue explaining why Jerry Richardson had to sell the franchise. At that point, maybe Richardson won't want to uh, have that contract anymore. Maybe he'll rip it up when... You know, he sees next to the statue, hey, uh, uh, racial and sexual misconduct. Uh, that's why he's no longer 
uh, owning the team. And that's what happened to that guy, you know. I've always been, you know, especially with statues, uh, they should not be erected for those who are living because, you know, stuff like this comes out. You know, it's a way to remember, you know, someone that has done something great. But with all this stuff coming out uh, about Jerry Richardson, yeah, he should go in and take it down. It's just the right thing to do. I mean, you can't be that vain to leave something like that up there because what's going to happen is it's going to be vandalized. I mean, unless you're going to have a 24-hour security guard looking at that statue, somebody's going to vandalize it. Somebody's going to damage it. Somebody's going to want that thing down, and it's going to come down whether he likes it or not, and it needs to be down. Uh, Somebody just needs to take a bulldozer and just get it off that property because NFL, you know, even though those owners own the teams, the fans own the teams. There would be no NFL without the fans. There would be no NFL without the players. And those owners need to understand that, that they are not the star of the show. The players and the fans are. So he needs to get his butt in gear and get that off of there. Yeah, well, I mean, Jerry Richardson doesn't sound like he gives a crap about much of anything. As an old man, he's out of the NFL now. Uh, You know, David Tepper can always turn off the security cam and whoops, you know, I guess somebody (laughs) did something to it. And who knows who it was? I can't go after him. Sorry, Jerry. And I'm not putting it back up because that's not in the it's probably not in the contract. Uh, He's got to replace it, I I would guess. But who knows? Uh, What else do we have as far as the police blotter? Boy, I'm just going to run down just uh, all of these stuff real quickly, uh, Brian. So we've got Cowboys wide receiver Terrence Williams arrested for public intoxication after they found his Lamborghini abandoned after it hit a street pole. That was last month, I believe. He had Jets tight end Chris Herndon arrested for DWI after his car hit and totaled another car driven by a 76-year-old man. Luckily, thank goodness, nobody was seriously hurt. Uh, the Eagles released cornerback Daryl Worley after he was found passed out inside a vehicle blocking a highway. He allegedly got combative with police. He was charged with DUI and five other charges altogether. Uh, so he's gone. That cost him his job. In April, Packles, Packers wide receiver Trevor Davis arrested after making a joke at the Hawaiian Airlines counter at LAX airport after packing an explos- about packing an explosive. Uh, he was booked on charges of making a criminal threat. You don't make that joke in an airport, kids. Uh, don't try it at home. That'll get you in trouble. Patriot safety, Duran Her- Harmon was arrested at the airport in Costa Rica when they found 58 grams of marijuana hidden in a can of iced tea in his suitcase. <laughs> Boy, Brian, I might have missed a few, but that seems like a lot of trouble for a company with less than 2,000 people. My goodness. So what? Being slick with the iced tea, trying to hide it in there, man. I just had to had to laugh at that. I mean, yeah, we just need like a police scanner for just NFL players because it would actually be very, very interesting as far as uh, what goes on uh, in the offseason. I mean, it, it, it's just it, it's beyond me as far as what's what's been going on in the news that's come out. And like I said, we've got enough stuff to talk about on this show, maybe fill another show with all the things that have been done around the NFL by these players. There's no CTE passes on your marijuana and your iced tea or your yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you're, you know, doing the bomb joke at an airport and stuff like that. And, you know, better than that. Yeah. Don't ever say bomb at an airport because you're going to get tackled. You're going into the room and you're going to have Helga with the white glove. She's going to give you the full body cavity search. You don't want that. (laughs) 
no, no. Uh, um, I'm going to move on. That's a good point right there to, to move to the next day. Hey, I've got news on the NFL's national anthem policy, but before I get to it, let me remind our listeners that if you haven't already, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, email us at LockedOnTexans at mail.com. If you forget any of that, it's in the show description of each podcast. We want your voice to be part of the conversation, so email LockedOnTexans at mail.com. That's LockedOnTexans at mail.com. The NFL Players Association filed a grievance challenging the legitimacy of the NFL's new national anthem policy on several grounds. Maybe we could see this one coming, Brian. In a statement, they said, quote, the union's claim is that this new policy imposed by the NFL's governing body without consultation with the NFL PA is inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement and infringes on players' rights. The NFLPA goes on to say that peaceful demonstrations during the anthem does not qualify as conduct detrimental to the integrity of and public confidence in the NFL, unquote. The Players Association believes that allowing peaceful demonstrations to be grounds for detrimental conduct discipline would set a terrible precedent which teams could use to penalize players for other peaceful demonstrations, including prayer. Ooh, that's something that's going to work against uh, some of the, I guess, the people that are real big on the the anthem stuff. Uh, Brian, an independent arbitrator will decide this, but boy, if they're going after it on the prayer basis... Uh, and, and, and as far as peaceful demonstrations, uh, that's going to be tough to wiggle out of, I would think, for the NFL. But maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they can do it. They've got a case because you can't make. I know it, it's an employer, and you know they have asked them that these are the rules. They can't, they can't do it. But I mean, you can't, you know, go in and and, and force someone to not express themselves you know, in a peaceful manner. They can go on that particular. Uh, you know, premise as far as the case that they have. I think they have a, a, an excellent chance uh, for a compromise uh, because, uh, you know, I was disappointed in the ruling in the first place in regard to uh, to what's going on. And I know this is a very much a hot button issue of what's going on in the league right now. It's very divisive. I mean, I've gone on Facebook on my personal account and talked about it. And it was one of the most divisive uh, posts I've ever put up because there were so many people that were divided, uh, like I said, on this issue. Uh, But that's how I stand. I think players should have the freedom to be able to express themselves in a peaceful manner. And it's not detrimental. It's not something that it shows disrespect for the flag, but it it lightens and it, it makes people aware of the the plight of the violence that is going on uh, in America, the racial violence, and that's what this is all about. Right, and 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 I'm with you, of course. But the the punishment that they've done, I think, really, I that got uh, the to the point where, hey, we we can argue against this now. Now you made it this punishment, and now we can put it into a forum. Um, I, I you know, again, it's an independent arbiter. I, I'm. I would love to see it go in front of a jury. That would be kind of a fun thing, like a 12-man jury. Hey, NFL Network, there's a show for you. Wouldn't you love that one? That'll get you some Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's, you know, televised it like court. Remember Court TV? I don't even know if that channel exists anymore. Uh, you know, we were watching the OJ trial. It was all on Court TV. It was fun. We were able to see everything. Televised that. That's going to get some ratings and more money for the NFL 
you know, I love to watch a good court case on TV. I, I would be like, what did I miss during the day? I'd be coming home, just like with the OJ trial, trying to catch up. Because my mom, you know, used to record it, you know, during the day. And then she'd come home and, and play it back and just recap it because it was that interesting. And you're going to get some of the same things, uh, not as to the height of OJ's trial. Nothing can trump that, but it would be very cool. Yeah, the NFL, of course, they're looking for that rug to sweep everything under. So yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and, and and I'm sure we probably lost like a few thousand listeners with that. Uh, our last oh, our last statements, because, yeah, it, it's controversial and everybody's got an opinion and I understand it. And, you know, uh, that's that's fine. Uh, but that's our opinion. And, you know, uh, that that's the deal. And I'm, I'm interested to see what, what's going to happen there. Uh, boy, we could talk about stuff going on off the field all day. It's been a wacky NFL off season, uh, to say yeah. the least. Uh, I, I, you know, it's just, it, it's unbelievable, Brian. I mean, that, that, that's all I got for this one. Uh, you, you got anything else? I just want to tell the listeners too, don't judge us by the opinions that we're giving about this situation, because we're here to give you the information about the Texas, the team that we all love. We're all in this uh, together. I mean, you can't be that petty just to, you know, turn us off because we feel a certain way. I want you guys to put yourself in your shoes. And if you were a black man, if you were a Hispanic man, if and, and some of you who are listening already are, what would you do if you're in that situation? Every time you get pulled over, you have to worry about if your hands are on the wheel, if you're sitting a certain way, if you're, you know, I, I don't want to look like that. I have a gun in my hand. I go through that myself. If I, you know, if, if a cop pulls me over, you know, I'm, I'm adhering to the laws because I don't want to look like I'm having any type of aggression toward the cop because I don't want to get arrested. I want to make sure that I can continue on with my day if I get pulled over. So think about that. Uh, as we're, we we get these opinions out, it is nothing personal, but it is something that people need to know about. Well said. That's well said, Brian. Really good. Um, that's all we're going to get for this show. Uh, don't know if we're going to do another one uh, in the next day or two, but if we don't uh, have a good week, uh, we're going to keep coming though next week for sure. Don't forget, Brian's got everything in Houston sports covered on House of Houston, a fan side affiliate. HouseofHouston.com is the place to go. Rockets, Astros, Texans, Cougars, all of that. My Houston Sports Talk podcast, easy to find on iTunes, most anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Uh, me and RG this week, we get into a little bit of everything, including Kyle Tucker, uh, Astros All-Star snubs, uh, Tony Kemp's importance uh, with the Astros, Carmelo Anthony's potential impact to the Rockets, Rockets trade ideas. I got some ideas for you guys. Uh, it's all over on Houston Sports Talk. That's all we got for this show on Locked On Texans. As always, thanks for making us a part of your week. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh,